Stupid people think you can take football boots off and then put a suit on. You can't do that. Hello, I'm Marcus Alton, the editor of the tribute website brianclough.com and coming up soon on The Green Jumper, we'll be looking at how Cluffy began his managerial career at rock bottom. You just get sucked in by the by the story, really, and, it, and it's Cluffy, so there's only one Cluffy, completely unique character. I'll be speaking to Chris Hull, the author of the book Alchemy and the Brian Clough story at Hartlepool's, as it was known then. Chris has spoken to some of the former players who were there. They'd never met somebody like Clough before and they've never met somebody like him since. I think that's a common thing with, with, with all the players that played under him. He was a one-off. You never knew on a match or, or, match or even any other day what Clough you were going to get. He was just so unpredictable. What I want to say very briefly, because I've been told to keep it down to two minutes. Now, the guy who told me that must be a bloody idiot for a start. <laughs> With the club in dire straits, Clough became a one-man fundraising champion. Just the sheer, you know, the dedication, the way he threw himself at the job was, was something that, that, that impresses me. The, the, the club was in ser at serious risk of going out of business and Clough literally went round every single working man's club in, in, in the Hartley Pools um, and a lot of pubs as well, fundraising. So he was the sort of manager by day, a fundraiser by night, as well as drumming up great publicity with the local paper. And football-wise, football's biggest challenge, you know, Hartlepool. Without exaggeration, you could say at that point in the in the 1960s, um, they were the worst team in the football league based on the results in the previous six seasons. I used to say what I thought. You might think, ah, oh, well. A lot of people do that. You'd be amazed how many people don't say what they think. Cluffy never really had an easy relationship with football directors and we'll also talk about Clough's bumpy relationship with the club chairman, Ernie Ord. I think you can definitely draw parallels between Ernie Ord at Hartlepool's and Sam Longson at Derby County. Yep. In terms of the type of men they were, they were, you know, self-made men, self-made millionaires. Both drove a Rolls-Royce and they both had an enormous falling out with Luffy. Both being headstrong <laughs> people, you know, sort of first in a, in a long line of um, disagreements with the board. You'll also hear about Brian's initial reluctance to leave Hartlepool to go to Derby. Clough does all that fundraising, they get them up to eighth. Real ambition to get promotion that next season, which of course they subsequently did under a different manager. And then Derby come calling mm. and um, Clough and Taylor thresh it out in the snooker room of a hotel in Scarborough and Taylor manages to persuade Clough because Clough was resistant to leaving, that's quite clear. Taylor couldn't get out of Hartley Pools quick enough. 
down to Derby, which is obviously his neck of the woods, the East Midlands, coming coming from nothing. Mm. But Clough had a little bit more of an attachment. Obviously, he's from the northeast himself and had been around to all these working men's clubs, extracting money from, you know, working class folk. And you can imagine some of the conversations that, yeah. that, that, that no, why, why, why should I give money to, to this club? You know, you could be, you're here today, could be gone tomorrow. They'll only sink back to the bottom of the football league, but managed to extract money, managed to keep the club going. And then it didn't sit right with him for him to be, you know, I'm, le- I'm, I'm leaving. I think his attitude was, let's get the job finished, let's get promotion, and then we'll leave. But Taylor said, no, we might not get another opportunity like this. It's Derby County, team of former glories. Um, you know, let's go now. We're leaving Hartlepool's in a better shape than we found it. We might regret it if we don't take this opportunity. And uh, I don't think it took him long to persuade Clough. But he was—he was resistant initially to leaving. Was Taylor couldn't get out fast enough? Another interesting aspect was that Clough kept a strong attachment to the club even after he'd left, and made a point of helping Chairman John Curry to keep the club in business. I think it was um, a, a tax demand, something like that, something that had to be paid very quickly. And Curry ran Clough and said, "You know." Nick, can you help me out here um, by one of our players? And, and the player that they bought was Tony Perry. And, and, and that money saved the club from extinction, from, from, from going bankrupt. You can read more about Chris's book on the website brianclough.com. And I hope you can join me next time for the full interview and more stories about the great man in the green jumper.